This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. Good morning and welcome to Go To Grandma. I'm your host, Kathy Buckworth, and this is episode number 51, which I like to call Take It Outside. This is something my husband used to say to the kids when they were little and their sibling rivalry was escalating, i.e. a brother was at risk of being punched. But we will have no such violence today. Rather, we're going to go outside to talk about the perfect grandkid dinner and show evening. First up, we have cookbook author and cooking show host Charmaine Broughton, who is going to tell us how to host a terrific backyard barbecue cookout for the grandkids with easy-to-cook and easy-to-eat foods. I got my hands on Charmaine's cookbook, Delicious and Doable, and it is both. We have been enjoying recipes from her book all week. After dinner comes the show, and let's keep it outside and set up an outdoor movie night for the kids. Life and style expert Shona Jensen is taking us through the details of what we need to think about when we are setting up our outdoor theaters for grandkids of all ages. Speaking of ages, aging is one thing that we all do, and baby boomers know this all too well. The upcoming intergenerational transfer of wealth, which has already started, raises some interesting questions and decisions, which we will get into during our Take 5 with RBC segment. Since we are taking it outside today, I hope you're somewhere where you can take the show outside on the deck or for a forest hike with you. I'm Kathy Buckworth, and you're listening to Go To Grandma. Charmaine is up first. Whether you are planning for your own estate, the needs of your family or business, or you're an executor for a loved one's estate, RBC Royal Trust can help guide you, simplify the complex, and support your life's vision. Partner with RBC Royal Trust and ensure your legacy will thrive for generations to come. Leave a legacy, not a burden. Visit rbc.com slash royal trust. One thing's for certain, time sure moves fast. And whether you're retired or plan to retire soon, it's never too late to ensure you're getting everything you want and need out of your retirement. RBC can help with your financial planning at every stage of your retirement, especially your second act. Whatever your goals, RBC can help make your money work harder and your savings last longer. Visit rbc.com slash retirement to learn how you can get closer to your financial goals because it's never too late to start planning. Charmaine Broughton is the mom of two young adults, Tyler, 21, and Colgan, 19. She's the host of In Char's Kitchen and a cookbook author, Delicious and Doable, Recipes for Real and Everyday Life. Her goal is to inspire you to get in the kitchen and recreate delicious recipes with ease that use attainable ingredients and won't break the bank. Good morning, Charmaine. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, my absolute pleasure. I have to tell you, I did get my hands on your book, Delicious and Doable, and I have been making recipes from it all week. And I think I've made the beet salad with goat cheese. I've made that a couple of times already. It's so good. And they are delicious and doable. It's a great book. Amazing. Thank you so much. That is like literally the best feedback pun intended that you could give a cookbook author. Yeah, it's as you say, you know, it's got it's all ingredients you're either going to find in your kitchen or easily at the grocery store. So I love that. It was so easy. And, and easy is something we want when we're looking at entertaining our grandkids. My grandkids are little, like one and two and a half. So what are some fun and doable main course options for entertaining your grandkids outside? Well, I've got two fabulous ideas. So the first one requires no barbecue because perhaps maybe grandma 
and grandpa live in a condo and they can right. only maybe entertain outside on a balcony. And this one, is, I'll call it my ultimate backyard sandwich. And it is in the cookbook. And it would also be perfect for your grandkids because you can absolutely make this uh, vegan. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to take a, a large sourdough or pumpernickel uh, loaf and you're going to hollow it out as if you were making that hearty spinach dip. But instead of, you know, the sour cream and spinach mixture, you can just load it up really with any bits and pieces that you have left over from maybe a barbecue the night before. Maybe in your case, if you were feeding your grandkids, you could put in some roasted veg. Mm -hmm. You could layer it with some hummus for that plant protein and just pile it high with a bunch of uh, vegetables and or things that you have. And the beauty of this recipe is it's a great way to get your uh, grandkids into the kitchen, especially if they're really small, because it doesn't matter the order that things go in in the right. big bread bowl. Uh, and they can be totally creative. It's like a blank stand. I love the idea of a bread bowl. I think that would be really fun. And my uh, grandsons are really into actually helping out in the kitchen. Even the one, even the one-year-old, believe it or not, he stands up at the counter and he and he helps. So yes, throwing stuff in. I mean, it's it's a game as well as it's food, which I love. But if we're sitting outside, if we are barbecuing, let's say we are still in the backyard, how do, can we incorporate some hydrating fruits to you know get that into the barbecue and outside with the kids? Well, fruits are great in the summertime, um, especially something like watermelon. And mm-hmm. the great thing with watermelon is it's amazing by the piece served on a nice big platter and or it's great used as an ingredient in a summer salad to serve with this uh, backyard sandwich and or a barbecue, excuse me, and or uh, a hot dog off the grill. One of the salads that I love to serve my family is my watermelon and bulgur salad. It's absolutely delicious. And even if your gang maybe is uh, gluten-free, you could use quinoa right. instead of the bulgur. Uh, and just using watermelon as an ingredient is just a great way to use up the whole watermelon because it's so darn big. <laughs> and uh, you mentioned this hydrating. Yeah, so watermelon is 92% water, so it's going to fuel us and rehydrate us. Uh, and it's also got vitamin A and vitamin C, so it's just a, a great fruit to add to your backyard, you know, celebration with your grandkids. As you say, who doesn't like watermelon? I mean, we all love watermelon, but you're right. They're so big that sometimes they can be really hard to get through. So besides just chopping it up into slices, putting into, you know, a salad is a wonderful... I'm going to try that one next. So, okay, so we've had our sandwich or our barbecue meal, and we've had a healthy salad. What are some great make-ahead sweet treats? Because you might not have the time to run into the kitchen with the grandkids and bake. If you do, that's fantastic. If you don't, what can we make ahead to serve to our grandkids? Well, when I think of eating outside, especially dessert, I think of like no cutlery or no plate required, something that it's okay to like drip all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So something really easy and you do not need, there's no, you know, cooking requirement uh, for this idea. This is something that I did with my kids when they were young. What I would do is I would take, and this is a great outing for grandma and grandpa too, perhaps, Take the grandkids to a bulk food store and let them pick out their favorite like candies or treats. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to load those treats into the bottom of an ice cream cone and then just top it with your favorite uh, uh, ice cream. It seems basic, but you know what? That's whether your grandkids, Yeah, whether your grandkids are five or 15, who doesn't like a nice, you know, loaded ice cream cone? Hey, I know lots of 55-year-olds that would enjoy that as well, Charmaine. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do we have time to talk about uh, one more recipe? Absolutely. Go for it. Okay. So going back to the the, the maze, I really want to talk about this one. So perhaps maybe your grandkids are a little bit older 
and or you want to be a little bit more or uh, they're looking to be a little bit more adventurous when it comes to uh, a hamburger. I have a great recipe in my cookbook and it's the blueberry turkey burgers. Mm. And you might be thinking, oh my gosh, blueberries in a burger, but they're absolutely delicious. So I know maybe like moms and dads don't quite have the time that grandparents do. Right. So maybe if mom and dad are barbecuing, they might just throw on some yep. uh, regular beef burgers and hot dogs. But these turkey burgers are great. Um, and it really it's just a lovely flavor combination, a great way to get the grandkids into the kitchen and enjoy a burger that has unique ingredients. Uh, and then we top this one with a sweet horseradish uh, mayonnaise. But don't be alarmed by, by the horseradish. It's, it's, it's a perfect amount. <laughs> and it will just allow the your, your grandkids to maybe enjoy something a little bit more um, exotic, I'll call it, rather than, you know, like a, a regular beef burger or hot dog off the grill. And there's nothing wrong with those two things. Uh, to me, as long as the family's together, no matter what you're eating off the grill, it's fine. I love that. And actually, that recipe, my husband found that in your cookbook and said, we're doing this one. So we will be trying that one this week, the turkey burger with blueberries. Thank you so much, Charmaine. The book is called Delicious and Doable, and it is both. I can testify to that. And we can find you on your website at CharmaineBroughton.com. We can also find you on Instagram with some lovely pictures of the foods that you're making and on Facebook at Charmaine Broughton as well. Thanks for joining us. I really appreciated it. My absolute pleasure. Happy backyard eating, everyone. Thanks, Charmaine. Bye. Okay, take care, Kathy. Being a grandparent is fun, but it's a whole new world. Kathy Buckworth, the host of Go To Grandma on Zoomer Radio, has a website full of advice and information for today's new grandparents. Kathy is a mom of four and a grandma of two. She shares everything from managing relationships to the latest baby needs, plus tips on technology, social media, fitness, travel, food, and finance, mixed in with her signature fun and facts. Visit her at kathybuckworth.com or pick up one of her six parenting books to give to the new parents in your life, including her latest, I Am So the Boss of You. Dreaming about U.S. beaches, brands, and ball games? We're with you. At RBC Bank, we make it easier for Canadians to shop, stay, and play in the U.S. Take advantage of great exchange rates, instant transfers between your U.S. and Canadian RBC Bank accounts, rewards credit cards, and special offers and perks available through our merchant partners. And that's just the tip of the sand dune. If you want to stay and play longer, our cross-border mortgage experts are dedicated to helping Canadians buy real estate south of the border. No matter what you're looking for, we're with you. Visit rbc.com slash usbanking today to learn more. It's always nice to save money on your everyday expenses. And it's never been more important to get greater visibility of your finances as you plan for your retirement years. RBC can help you make the most of every dollar with RBC 55 Plus Advantage offers. Save on everyday banking fees, grocery store purchases, and more. Visit rbc.com slash 55 Advantage for all the latest offers designed especially for those planning or already enjoying retirement. RBC 55 Plus Advantage offers because it's always a good time to be smart about your budget. 
Life and style expert Shona Jensen is the fun girlfriend you trust to give you the best advice on simplifying your everyday. Whether it's the best way to chop a pepper, entertaining mate Izzy, or a five-minute makeup routine, Shona has you covered. She's been a top-rated broadcast personality for over a decade, sharing her expert tips during life at home with her husband Greg and dog Murphy. Living in Niagara-on-the-Lake, Canada, Shona loves a laugh, a good read, and a chat, and helping to bring the joy of simple style to your life. Thanks for coming on the show today, Shona Jensen. It's such a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks for having me. It's such a treat to be here. So outdoors, right? I mean, outdoors is the best with kids. And we've now we've fed them this great barbecue dinner outside with the grandkids. And we say, okay, how about a show? What can we do for an outdoor show with our grandkids? I am such a fan of an outdoor show, whether it be TV shows or movies, the experience. It's just something out of the norm. For me personally, movie theaters have lost their luster a bit for me. I'd rather curl up with all my creature comforts (laughs) in my backyard. And no doubt when you're bringing along a a few kids, or even one kid, but Mm -hmm. a few kids, keeping it simple for you as much as you can, I'm sure that's a bonus as well. (laughs) Absolutely. And little kids, as you say, in the movie theaters, we're all not still comfortable taking, you know, young kids in movie theater for a number of reasons, noise as well as safety issues, etc. So being able to just park it outside on our own patio, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's go into the nitty gritty. So the very first thing to think about is kind of an obvious one, I guess, but the, one of the more important things is your setup. Mm-hmm. So what are you thinking about? What do you need? So let's talk projectors because we're, that's the goal is to kind of project it onto, onto something, whether it be a screen, but we'll get to that in a second. So projectors are so awesome these days. You can get them in all sizes and price points. There are projectors out there that fit in the palm of your hand. I mean, like literally. Mm-hmm. And then there's ones that all go up to something that on a little bit larger scale with, you know, bigger buttons and less technology that's involved. So you can really find in your comfort zone literally your technical comfort zone mm-hmm. um, of what you're looking for. I find the very little, little ones rely heavily on some technical knowledge of being able to connect via Bluetooth or right. Wi-Fi's and different things like that. And then there's lots of projectors still out there that just has a good old-fashioned cord that you just plug into the back and plug into your whatever it is, iPhone or iPad that you're looking to stream on. There's even the projector I have is an Epson and it, it, you can still put a DVD player into it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Work with the technology you're comfort with because, again, we just said we want to make this simple and enjoyable. Don't overwhelm yourself trying to buy the newest and greatest if your knowledge and your expertise is not there. Yeah, or ask your 10-year-old grandson to set it up for you, right? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Recruit. Recruit the troops. Exactly. And same thing with price point. You can get projectors for, like, within the starting probably around 150. I wouldn't say go much under that. And then they go up into, you know, of course, very, very high stratosphere, over $1,000. So you can find one in the budget. But what I do will tell you about that is often, not always, often budget will dictate the picture quality that you're going to get. But for little kids, are they going to be that particular? I'm not so sure, you know, if they're not so technical. But just keep that in mind when you're choosing your projector. And same with the screen. So you want where are you going to project this onto? So you can use a white wall. Like mm-hmm. if you have a side of your house has, has, happens to be white or light colored, you can do that. You want to go super simple and put up a bed sheet. Mm-hmm. That is the easiest way. But don't shy away from the screens that are out there. You can get ones that pack up into a tiny little itty bitty storage bag. Personally, that's what I have. The sides click together, bing, bang, boom, it's up and you can have that 
officially have that real theater kind of experience with the big wide screen. But again, just like I said with the projectors, stay within like your budget, and your comfort zone. There's no, if you're only ever going to do this once, bed sheet is more than enough. No problem. I've done the bed sheet, but also here's a tip. So my parents oh. used to have a Super 8 projector, you know, those old video cameras? <laughs> yeah. And they had a screen that went with it. We dug that out of my parents' <gasps> basement. So anyone listening, do you have one of those old things where you used to show home movies? That's exactly what you need, right? Oh, fantastic. Or do you know what? Scour the garage yeah. sales. I oh, think there's lots of those up for grabs. I've never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's excellent. Excellent. And then for when it comes to setup, cozy. I love, I actually prefer these outdoor movies later in the season that we're kind of getting into now because it starts to get dark a little earlier mm-hmm. for the kitties, but I'm also a bit of a, an early bird. <laughs> I'm, I'm early to bed, early to rise kind of person. I think you are too, I if am. I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so don't rule it out as it gets chillier. Just pile on the cozy, get all those blankets out there, pull a bedspread out of mm-hmm. it. Who cares? It's on your own porch. It's totally fine. You know, lots of pillows. And do you have an old air mattress? I mean, pull that that out and blow it up and let the kids lay on the air mattress that also helps with creating almost that multi-level seating so they're on the on the ground on an air mattress and you can be sitting up in a chair so no one's heads are blocking Mm -hmm. everybody in again in that kind of theater style okay so we're outside with the grandkids but we might have some uninvited guests little insecty type guests any advice Mm -hmm. on that Man bugs can ruin a night, can they? <laughs> they can. <laughs> like, they're so little but cause so much havoc. So, yeah, definitely think of your bugs be gone kind of mm-hmm. scenario. So whether you like the natural bug sprays, there's so much. Of, uh, if you're old school, you go, you do you. You know what I mean? If you like those sprays that everyone's been using, they work. But there's lots of great natural options. One that I like in particular happens to be from Sage. I find that works really well with all oils. You can put the citronella plants around. My experience at nighttime in the dead of summer, the citronella plants aren't strong enough mm. to cut it on a movie night. With that bright light and right. screen happening, those mosquitoes are just like, oh yeah, I want a piece of that action. And my very favorite though that I do recommend is are the thermocells. And the reason why I like those thermocells is there's no smell to them. They're really easy to set up. They can get the cute little lantern styles. They've got all sorts of different kinds. But they repel the mosquitoes instead of kill the mosquitoes. Right. Like, right. we need mosquitoes. I prefer them not at our movie night, yep. but we need them in the environment. So I don't really want to kill them. I just want them to know they're not welcome. <laughs> no, I think that's great. I think that's great. And I guess the one final thing that's missing, popcorn. We have to have some <sighs> snacks. Now, we have to be careful with popcorn with really little kids. So any other suggestions for snacks we might enjoy outdoors? Definitely. Snacks, snacks, snacks. So think of how to serve the snacks as well. So do you have any anything in your kitchen that's in divided little trays mm-hmm. or plates? Like, you know, all those pickle plates that you may yep. have not used or you only pull them out at Christmas? Use those for to divide the snacks up. Muffin tins, we've seen that idea around. And you can put small little portions. And what I would do is give as much as you can everybody their own little mm-hmm. piece so they're not passing them around. Little hands aren't great at passing. <laughs> And they also feel special that they've been given their own little special compartment. Maybe their lunch boxes, if you have one of those little lunch bento boxes that are the rage now, pull that out and just fill it with their movie candy of a little bit of popcorn, I'm with you, but maybe some pieces of fruit or something that feels like a treat. You know, kids, if you package it right, they think it's fabulous. (laughs) And I love all that you've packaged up for us. And if we want to see more of Shona's fantastic indoor and outdoor settings and get a glimpse of her fabulous place in Niagara-on-the-Lake, we can find you, of course, on Instagram at Shona Jensen, Facebook. Twitter and at your website shonajatme.com. Thank you so much for joining us today, Shona. I love all of these tips. Thanks, Cassie. Thanks for having me and have a wonderful summer. Thanks, you too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. 
Being an executor can feel overwhelming, especially during what is already a difficult and emotional time. Most people aren't ready for what's involved, the amount of time it will take, and the added stress of completing the necessary steps. Whether you are currently in the process of settling an estate or newly appointed as an executor in a loved one's will, RBC Royal Trust can help. Available on the RBC Royal Trust website and free to use for all Canadians, Artie, the Executor Helper, is a set of free online tools that can help you understand the complexity of the estate you're settling and guide you through the tasks involved. Visit rbc.com slash royaltrust to learn more. Dreaming of a U.S. sunset? We're with you. At RBC Bank, we make it easier for Canadians to fulfill their retirement goals. Looking to buy U.S. real estate? Our cross-border mortgage experts can guide you from dreaming to doorstep. Want to truly enjoy your next U.S. getaway when the time is right to travel? With access to over 50,000 U.S. ATMs, mobile transfers between your Canadian and U.S. RBC bank accounts, and credit cards that keep more money in your pocket, you can spend more time relaxing and less time managing your U.S. cash. Making retirement plans that take you south of the border? We're with you. Visit rbc.com slash usbanking today to learn more. Elaine Blades is a senior manager for the professional practice group at RBC Royal Trust. She is a principal resource for technical and legal expertise for trust and estate matters. Elaine began her legal career in private practice and has worked in the financial services industry for more than three decades. She has been involved in many estate and trust educational and training initiatives, including working as an instructor at Seneca College's Law Clerk Program and teaching at the Law Society of Ontario's Bar Admission Course. Elaine is presently chair of STEP Canada's Education Committee, a primary provider of trust and estate education. Good morning, Elaine. Thanks so much for being part of our Take 5 with RBC series this morning. And we're going to be talking about the upcoming intergenerational transfer of wealth occurring as the baby boom generation passes on their wealth to the next generations. With the high cost of housing and rising cost of pretty much everything else, including borrowing, does it make sense for parents who can afford to to gift money or other assets to adult children while they're still alive instead of making them wait to inherit? Well, thank you for having me, Kathy. As with many questions, the answer is it depends. While the very wealthy can rest assured that they have more than enough to live on for the balance of their lives, most of us don't have that security. None of us know what's ahead of us, which makes determining whether we can indeed afford to give money away a difficult task. In addition to unexpected contingencies like encountering major home repairs or losing a job, we're living longer. But our final years may not be healthy years, and they may be very costly years if significant care is required. So it's important to keep in mind what is sometimes referred to as that health gap when we're considering just how much money we may need to care for ourselves in the future. So before any lifetime gifts, parents should also seek advice in respect to any income tax consequences to both the giver and receiver. For example, parents may be surprised to learn that gifting certain assets, such as stocks or real estate, may mean they need to pay capital gains tax now. So wills really remain the tried and true method of transferring wealth for a few good reasons. You continue to control your assets during your lifetime, and for so long as you remain competent, you can change your will should your personal circumstances change. Keep in mind, once a gift is made, 
the asset is no longer yours and you lose the all-important ability to change your mind should circumstances change. So in practice, I'd say we tend to see a combination of more modest lifetime giving with the bulk of assets being transferred at death with the will. So if grandparents didn't want to leave their wealth to their children for whatever reason, would it be possible to skip over their children and leave it to the grandchildren directly? So my short answer to that is yes, in most cases. That being said, in cases where the adult child qualifies as a dependent, the parent may be under an obligation to provide for them. And in British Columbia, a parent may also have what has been deemed a moral obligation to provide for adult children, even where they don't qualify as a dependent. But we do see this question of generation skipping arise in a couple of different contexts. Sometimes it's where the children are doing very well financially and, quite frankly, don't need the inheritance. In that case, it may make sense from a tax, creditor, and or family law planning perspective or to help cement a legacy. For example, bypass the children and instead leave funds or other assets such as the family cottage directly to the grandchildren. Of course, depending on the ages of the grandchildren and the values involved, establishing trust rather than giving the assets outright to the grandchildren will generally be recommended. And in other circumstances, the grandparents may wish to ensure their grandchildren are well provided for and, say, receive a good education, rather than relying on their own children who may be struggling financially to save for this purpose, grandparents may wish to consider funding options such as establishing a registered education savings plan, RESP, for their grandchildren or establishing an education trust in their will. So from your experience, would you recommend that parents disclose the contents of their wills to their adult children? Well, now I'm back to it. Depends. <laughs> So you are not legally obliged to disclose the contents of your will to anyone, and that includes beneficiaries and even your executor. That being said, there are times when it makes very good sense to share certain aspects of your will with interested parties while you are still alive, and in the hopes that this will make things smoother at the time of your death. And there are at least three situations where I suggest parents do share certain contents of their will. The first is where the inheritance comes with obligations. And here I'm thinking of they're getting a share of the family cottage or family business. These are assets once they get them. That requires ongoing upkeep costs and other participation by the recipient, perhaps including cooperation with co-beneficiaries. Second, where elements of your estate plan may be unexpected with the potential to cause tension or confusion among the beneficiaries. For instance, you are not dividing the estate fund equally or because you feel a trust would be a benefit to one but not all of your children. So while our default tends to be, you know, where we have more than one child to divide everything equally, it's important to keep in mind that fair doesn't always mean equal. And explaining why you've taken certain steps, for example, might be providing less to one child who received more financial assistance, you know, during your lifetime or more to the child who gave up their job to assist you in your final years. might be good to explain exactly those circumstances. And thirdly, where your children would benefit from understanding what they will be inheriting and preparing for it. The preparation might include meeting with the parents, tax, legal and investment advisors, and other steps to increase their financial literacy. The last thing the parents want is for the inheritance to be squandered as a result of immaturity or lack of knowledge. 
And of course, it doesn't need to be all or nothing. Parents can share the basics of the estate plan, including an explanation of how and why techniques such as trusts are being used and perhaps why they feel an unequal distribution is the most fair without divulging the actual dollars involved. So such an approach can alleviate a a parent's concern that knowing they're in for a large inheritance may simply demotivate their child. A lot to consider. Thank you so much, Elaine. And if we want more information, of course, we can go to rbc.com slash royal trust. Thanks again for joining our show. You're welcome. Thank you, Kathy. My heart melted the first time I heard my granddaughter say bop, which is her version of pop or pops. Travel writer and guest of the show, Jim Byer, sent us this great quote about his granddad life. I'd like to thank Charmaine and Shona for putting life in our outdoor plans. I love eating outdoors with my two young grandsons. They're both toddlers, so I'm sure the squirrels like it when they eat outdoors as well. Thanks to Elaine Blades for her advice on the somewhat tricky subject of transferring wealth. I appreciate the transfer of knowledge wealth she provided us with. Next week is our last show of the first season. I can't believe it, but it will be episode number 52. And it's a great one filled with fun and facts, of course. We're going to talk about the importance of voice in our lives. So much of how we communicate today is done in text, but voices are so important to enhancing our life experiences, especially the voices of our loved ones and, of course, the voices of grandparents. We're going to talk about how to capture grandparents' voices to share with our grandkids now and in the future. Are you a grandparent who helps out a lot with the grandkids? Good for you. Are you also a grandparent who feels like maybe your kindness and help is being taken advantage of? That's not good. How do you balance all of that and how do you have the conversations around how to course correct without damaging your relationship with your kids or their partners? Psychotherapist Kelly Boss helps us walk through that minefield with some solid advice. Our Take 5 with RBC series continues with our focus on second acts. We share the buzz on a retiree who took up beekeeping. We'll take the sting out of what you should think about when you're thinking about your second act. It'll be a honey of an interview. I hope you've enjoyed dropping in today and that even in spite of my bee-related puns, oh, how the mighty have fallen, you'll be back next week. I'm Kathy Buckworth, and this is Go To Grandma. Enjoy your grand journey. Share your thoughts on this show with us. You can find Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Buckworth, or email her, kathy at kathybuckworth.com. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.